Hey, this is Pastor Jeff and this is the JRM Sydney Podcast. We welcome you and we hope that as you listen, you will be blessed, empowered, and enriched. Enjoy the rest of the podcast. God bless you. Greetings, everyone. This is Pastor Mark of uh, Jesus Trains Ministries Hawaii and uh, nice to be with you online. I'm so thankful to God for this uh, wonderful opportunity and also thankful to your pastor for giving me the privilege to share God's word to all of you. And our theme for uh, today is all about bravery or being brave. How many of you are brave here? So we're going to study the word of God and uh, let's, start in, uh, let's start in prayer. Father, we thank you so much that we have this opportunity to come before you. I ask for your blessing, Lord, as you search our heart and continue to release your power in the hearts of everyone. As we study the word, we pray God continue to speak into our lives. And we pray that through this study, you will continue to strengthen us and help us, Lord God, to grow in our spiritual walk with you. Lord, we thank you. Bless this congregation. Bless everyone's family, and may you continue to cover them with your divine presence. We give you all the praise and all the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, you know, there are so many characters in the Bible that I can use for this topic about being brave or being courageous. Very familiar characters like David, uh, Esther, Paul, Peter, uh, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, you know, Moses, so many characters. And their characters were, they were so outstanding, uh, outstanding uh, powerful, uh, very inspiring characters in the Bible. But Today, I would like to share with you an, an unknown person in which I think her courage is the same thing as others. So let me uh, share with you our text for today in uh, Luke chapter, chapter 8, beginning verse 43 to 48. And my topic is all about the measure of bravery. All right, so help me to explore Luke chapter 8, um, beginning verse 43 uh, to 48. So this is the story of a lady for 12 years. She was tormented with an issue of blood. In uh, Luke chapter in Luke chapter 8, beginning verse 43 to 48, the Bible says, Now a woman, having a flow of blood for 12 years, who had spent all her livelihood on physicians and could not be healed by any, came from behind and touched the border of his garment. And immediately her flow of blood stopped. And in verse 45, 
And Jesus said, Who touched me? When all denied it, Peter and those with him said, Master, the multitude strong and press you. And you say, Who touched me? But Jesus said, Somebody touched me, for I perceive power going out from me. That's so powerful. In verse 47, Now when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared to him, in the presence of all the people, the reason she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. And he said to her, Daughter, be of good cheer. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. So may the Lord bless us upon the reading of his word. So I assume that everyone heard this story, or you may already read the story of this uh, lady. And I believe that this lady was very brave. Why? Before we share the, the passage, let me share with you the meaning of bravery according to dictionary. According to Miriam's dictionary, bravery is the quality or state of having or showing mental or moral strength to face danger, fear, or difficulty. According to Webster, bravery is the quality of spirit that enables you to face danger of pain without showing fear. So I believe she was so brave, this lady, to face the reality of her problem. She was so brave to face the reality of her situation. She knew about her limitation, about her health, about her condition. Do you know that there are so many people nowadays, they are so coward, running away from, from their problems, running away from their trials, and they are embracing defeat. They are embracing hopelessness. They are embracing frustrations and discouragement, thinking that, oh, there's no hope for me for the next day. There's no future for me anymore. It's like, you know, their lives are now at the end of the line. So the story of this lady was extraordinary in the sense that she needs to face her physical problem. She needs to face her uh, financial problem. And not only financial problem or, and physical problem, even emotional problem. Imagine for 12 years. And not only that, even social problem. You know that it, it, it was a torture for her. Losing all of your money, all of your livelihood, your condition became worse, and even it was a torture for her regarding the culture she lived in. So, during that time, anyone, anyone with an issue of blood cannot mingle with the crowd because it was disgusting 
especially the smell coming from her. Imagine for 12 years having that kind of issue of blood. It was very frustrating. It is very discouraging. So how many nights she cried nonstop to have cure for her condition. Or maybe she's crying out to God, to, to her friends, every night, every day. It's not easy. It's not easy for her to have that kind of situation. Imagine the criticism. Imagine the embarrassment. The ridicules by, his, by her friends, by her neighbors, and even by her community. She was unacceptable and an outcast. So it will be very hard. It's, it's really hard for her, you know, to leave during that, that time. And yet, at the end of the story, according to the passage, she was blessed by the Lord and she got healed. Wow, that's very powerful. Now, what lessons we can learn from this lady about the measure of bravery? I would like to share with you at least four things. You know, number one is this. Fill up your adversity with power. Fill up your adversity with power. Remember, she followed the Lord. She followed the Lord and asked for healing. I mean, she's not shouting at the time, but going inside the crowd and declaring to, her, to herself, if I will just touch the garment of Jesus, I'll be healed. I'll be healed. And maybe she kept confessing that word while going inside just to touch the garment of Jesus. No matter how courageous we are to face the battle, it is still not enough without the strength coming from God, pushing us to move on. So I don't know where she got that kind of courage, but if you will see the picture, since she was socially unacceptable and outcast, but the time she heard about Jesus coming to her town, everything changed as far as her perspective was concerned. That time, her motivation is just to touch the garment of Jesus. If I will just touch the garment of Jesus, I will be healed. Imagine this, my friends. The Bible says the crowd or the multitude throng him. So it will be impossible for her to go near the Lord by, because of her situation, because of the culture, 
where she was part of it, it will be impossible for her. But her passion, her passion to encounter Jesus, her passion to experience Jesus, gives her more strength and motivation to follow the Lord, to overcome her problem, to be victorious and to receive her miracle, to receive her healing. She was, she was brave to face the odds just to touch the garment of Jesus. Why? Because during that time, you cannot do that, especially in a male crowded group. If you have an issue of blood or if you have uh, skin disease or you have lep if you are a leprous, you, you, cannot, you cannot do that. She should be in a quarantine and must practice social distancing because anyone with that kind of issue is like someone considered as an outcast. But nonetheless, her issue is more than the culture. Her issue is more than status in life. Her, her issue is more than her situation. It's all about her life. It's all about her future. It's all about her survival. You know, one thing I learned in this life, to live, to survive, to exist, is to face all your challenges in life with faith and courage. When she faced the most difficult challenge in her life, where she tried all the doctors, spent all her money, what happened to her? Her condition became worse. I'm not saying... Don't go to the doctors. What I'm saying, this lady, she tried everything. Everything that she can handle. Every possible way. Because she wanted to be healed. She wanted to be well. Anyone who is sick, anyone with disease or Sickness, especially nowadays, those with COVID-19. Everybody wanted to be healed, wanted to be whole. So, but this lady, her condition became worse. She spent all her money. She went to all kinds of doctors, maybe specialists. And her life became so worse. See, her hope, her future, and her health are on the cliff of death. So, if you are on her shoe, what would you do? That day, when she heard Jesus, when she heard Jesus coming, to her town, all of a sudden, imagine, she doesn't have any money anymore. Uh, her body is uh, getting worse. 
Then, she heard Jesus coming to her town. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, there was a spark of hope in her spirit. There was a spark of hope on her heart. It's, it's like there, there was a button that was turned on in her spirit, okay? To do a drastic move just, just to encounter the Lord Jesus Christ. And I can, I can imagine she, she mastered all her remaining strength. She mastered all her remaining hope. She gathered all her remaining courage. And you know what? She started moving forward one step at a time. Now, she doesn't care now the noise of the crowd. She doesn't care now, you know, the pushing of the people. Because, you know, when you are in that situation, somebody may push you intentionally, unintentionally. There are so many people. Jesus Christ was like superstar during that time. And people are so excited to see him. To get something out of him. Now, this lady, she doesn't care now. What's going to happen to him or to her? The most important for her now is just to touch the garment of Jesus. So she, she doesn't care the, the noise of the crowd. She doesn't care the pushing of the people. She was, she, was, she was dragging her feet towards Jesus. She had one motivation. She had one passion. He had one, she had one focus. Just to touch the garment of our Lord Jesus Christ. My friend, that was bravery. To move forward against the odds. To move forward against the norms. To move forward against the challenges. To move forward against the barriers. Against your adversities. That's bravery. You can only face whatever challenges that you are facing right now in your life. Once you fill up your adversity with power that comes from on high. And you see what happened to her. The power was released. And she got well. She got healed. My friend, the Lord whom we are serving is still the same Lord 2,000 years ago who can release, who has all the power to release to each one of us. So we are not exempted. This lady, she filled up her adversity with power that came from the Lord Jesus Christ. She knew her situation, the culture. She doesn't care now about what other people may tell her. The, the noise of the crowd. Those people who are pushing each other. 
It doesn't matter now if that is a male crowd. The most important thing for her, since she knew that her situation is now getting worse, is to touch the garment of Jesus. And then the power came out from Jesus, and this lady, she received what she deserved. We are not exempted. We are not exempted from any adversity in life. We are not exempted from any uh, problems or sicknesses or diseases in this life. It doesn't matter if we know the Bible or not. Adversity is no respecter of person. But if you know that Jesus is with you, if you know that Jesus is there for you, I would like to encourage you, my friend, master all your remaining strength. Master all your remaining hope. Gather all your remaining courage. Start moving forward one step at a time. Don't listen to the noise of this world. Don't listen to the voice of the crowd. Don't be bothered if there are times people are pushing you down. Just get up and drag your feet out of your comfort zone, out of your pity moment, and move forward towards Jesus. And have that one motivation, one passion, one focus, just to experience the Lord Jesus Christ. Just to encounter, just to touch the garment, the border of Jesus' garment. My friend, that is bravery. To move forward against the odds, to move forward against the, norm, the norms, to, to move forward against the challenges, against the barriers, against all these trials, just to encounter the Lord Jesus Christ. My friend, fill up your adversity with power. It is not your might. It is not your strength. It is the power of God working in the inside of you. The second thing, face your battle with perseverance. When you face your battle, praise God, do not run from it. She doesn't care now if all her livelihood were gone. She is willing to spend everything just to have cure. She never allowed the fear of poverty to control her situation. Never allow fear to occupy your limitation. Never allow fear to overwhelm you. But strengthen yourself to go forward in spite of many dangers. Pace your battle with perseverance. My friend, courage is not having a loud voice or great muscles or strong hands. Sometimes, courage is just getting out of the norm and stepping out of your comfort zone and persevere. Bravery is not how strong you are. 
It's how persistent you are to overcome the odds, the norms, the challenges, and the barriers. See what happened after she touched Jesus? Jesus asked her, or Jesus asked the crowd, Who touched me? Who touched me? So, look, some of the, the, uh, the disciples answered Jesus. There are so many people they here. Why well, you are asking that kind of question? See, the disciples of Jesus was confused about the question because there's a lot of people touching him. There's a lot of people pushing each other just to be with Jesus. And yet Jesus said, there's, there's power that came out of me. There's power that came out, came out from the Lord Jesus Christ. Why? Because someone touched me. There's so many people touching Jesus. Isn't it amazing that out of the crowd, out of many people, only one received that power. Only one. Out of many pushy people, someone received a miracle. Listen carefully, please. Even if you are in a crowd, don't flow with the crowd. Don't do as the crowds do. Don't be pushy, but persevere. She was brave. She was brave to humble herself before the Lord. She was brave to testify what the Lord has done for her. And the Bible says, trembling and, and falling before the Lord, that was bravery. In our world today, full of many crowds, full of pride and arrogance. You see, even though there is a pandemic happening today, I know millions of people are praying, but still millions of people, they don't, they don't acknowledge God. They don't, they don't want to come to God. But this lady, she doesn't care about what other people may say or do against her because it's against the law. It's against their social uh, uh, culture, especially for a woman like her to mingle with people. If you have some issues in life, I mean, especially in her health. So, yet, she doesn't care. What she care about now, the moment where she touched the Lord Jesus Christ, I mean, the garment of the Lord Jesus Christ. What she care, that time, that moment, is having a moment with the Lord. You know, when the, when the crowd is too busy, when people are pushing each other, you know, you need to care not the things of the world, but your great moment with the Lord. And you know what happened? Bravery is how you face your battle and overcome it. It's how you put your faith in God 
and trust Him every step of the way. Trust Him all the way. It's how you swallow your pride and master your attitude. It's how willing you are to pay the price or even drag your feet just to encounter the Lord Jesus Christ. Being brave doesn't mean being ignorant of the dangers or tough times or problems that surround us. Being brave doesn't mean you are never afraid. Being brave means you can get through it with God at your side. So to be brave doesn't mean you are not doesn't mean you are not afraid. It only means you trust God. And in spite of all the situation, you know deep inside of your heart, God is with you. So face your battle with perseverance. Despite our efforts to hide our brokenness, to hide our situation, to hide any issue in our lives, God knows all about it. And I'd like to encourage you, just keep moving and persevere and have that kind of attitude. I will keep moving one step at a time until I touch the garment of Jesus. Face your battle with perseverance. Number three is fight your battle with faith. You see what happened? Don't just face your battle, but fight your battle until you overcome it. And fight it with full faith. When she received the power of Jesus' healing, when she testified about it, Jesus revealed something. Jesus said to her, Daughter, your faith made you well. So, out of the crowd, out of many people, Jesus you know, was being touched. And then when, when Jesus, he knew that there's power that came out from him, she, he knew that somebody touched him with such kind of perseverance and passion. He asked the crowd. And when this lady testified about it, Jesus said to her, Your faith made you well. Imagine out of many people touching Jesus, only one received commendation. Only one received that congratulatory word. Your faith made you well. How's your faith today? How do you face your battle? How do you fight the good fight of faith? Don't touch Jesus by your hand. Touch Jesus with your faith. In the beginning, you cannot read about her faith in, in, in the story. But at the end, Jesus said, your faith made you well. 
So I believe her faith started the moment she heard Jesus is coming to town. Her faith became so strong when she saw Jesus. And it became stronger when she followed Jesus. And getting stronger when that desire to touch the garment of Jesus, dragging her feet until such a time she touched Jesus, I mean the garment of Jesus, and she received the miracle. Her faith was growing every step of the way. When you fight the good fight of faith, even if your faith is like a mustard seed, when you keep moving, keep focusing, you know, moving forward towards Jesus, it doesn't matter how many adversities or problems, your faith will become stronger. It will grow little by little. That's why the Bible says, faith comes by hearing and hearing and keep hearing the Word of God. And the more you let the Word of God sink into your heart, the more your faith will continue to grow. See, her faith, her faith was growing every step of the way. If I will just touch the garment of Jesus, I'll be healed. My friend, miracle didn't happen because of our status. It happens because we fight the good fight of faith. So the more we come closer to Him, the more we desire to encounter Him, the more we follow Him, the more we move forward towards Him, the more our faith will become better, the more our faith will become firmer, the more our faith will become grounded, the more our faith will become stronger. My friend, miracle happened to her, to this lady, simply because she didn't surrender to the voice of the crowds. She didn't surrender because of her poverty, because her condition was now worse, she didn't surrender. She only surrendered to God. When was the last time you surrendered your life to God? Are you still trying your way to make yourself better? I think you need to consider this, my friend. Our miracles will happen. if we will surrender everything to Him. It will happen because you believe to the one who can make it happen. This lady was so brave to fight her battle with faith. I hope whatever you are facing right now, fight the good fight of faith and keep trusting God. Number four, focus on the bigness of Jesus and not the size of the problem. You see, the lack of money, the crowd, her sickness, her situation, the, the cultural background. Do you know why many, they can't win the battle? Because they keep listening to the crowd. They keep listening to the voice of the world instead of listening to God. And they keep looking to the bigness of their problem instead of focusing in the Lord. 
So we need to believe that God is bigger than our weaknesses, that God is bigger than our sickness, that God is bigger than any issue of our life, that God is bigger than any problem. You have to believe that God is bigger than Satan's best shot. This lady was brave, not because she was strong, but because she believed in the Lord Jesus Christ. If I will just touch the garment of Jesus, I will be well. I will be healed. And she got healed. She focused her eyes to Jesus. She focused everything to Jesus. She had nothing to lose anyway. She spent all her money. She went to all kinds of doctors. She became worse. Maybe at that, I mean, she was already at the dying point of her life. And yet, when she heard Jesus, the spark of hope, there's something inside of her that ignites her spirit to move forward, to trust Jesus. It doesn't matter now the situation. It doesn't matter now the crowd, the surroundings. It's all about the Lord Jesus Christ and herself. How brave are you? What kind of struggle you are facing right now? God knows what you are going through. And you know what? He is there for you. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. And don't be nervous. Our God is the God of all time. He's never caught off guard by your trials. He's never caught off guard by your issues. He's never caught off guard by your problems, difficulties, or adversities in life. God is not panicking. God is not nervous about your situation. God is not afraid or discouraged about your condition. So, you can get up and know with certainty that you will have enough grace for whatever God places before you. What you need to do, get out of your comfort zone. Fill up your adversity with power. Face your battle with perseverance. Fight your battle with faith. Focus on the bigness of Jesus and not the size of the problem. My friend, it is very important for us to have this kind of attitude. We need to be brave. We need to be strong. We need to be courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For there is greater power within us, even in our crisis. Because with us is the Lord, our God. Bigger than the totality of all the situation in life. And He's there to help us to fight our battles and bring us into victory. So be brave, my friend. Be strong in the Lord. There's still a lot of challenges that we are going to face. But as long as you are, as long as you are in the hands of God, as long as you know deep inside of your heart, the Lord is with you. 
And you know the promises of God that He will never leave you nor forsake you. No one can destroy you. No one can defeat you. You will emerge victorious and more than conqueror. God bless you. Let us pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the word that we have received today. I ask and pray, God, you bless every one of them. Lord, you, see, you know every detail of our heart, every detail of our situation. There's nothing, there's no, there's, there's nothing, Lord God, that is impossible unto you. All things are possible to you. And we ask and pray today, Lord, whatever the situation of my brethren, Lord, you promise that you are always there for us. And I pray, Father God, since you have promised that you are the same yesterday and today and forever, Lord, release your healing. Release your blessing. Lord, motivate your people. Empower them. And let them experience you more than ever before. Be closer to them, Father. And let them feel hallelujah as you fill them with your power and presence and provision. Let them experience that indeed our God is a big, big God. Lord, be with them. Bless them, even the whole congregation, from their pastor down to the leadership, and let them grow in the fear and in the knowledge of God. Lord, we honor you and give you praise and glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you. Thank you very much. Amen. Thank you for joining us in today's episode, and we hope that we will have you again in the next one. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance, His smile over you, and give you peace. Shalom. God bless you.